Welcome to the Cruise News and Booze Podcast. I'm Molly. And I'm Caleb. And this is Happy Hour. Where we sit down, have a drink, and talk about all things cruise related. And boy, do we have a fun podcast plan for you guys today. This is Happy Hour, episode number 22. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. I'm glad we got that out of our system. <laughs> I'm glad that we went ahead, brought that up, um, threw it out there. Now it's in the universe and it, and it's out there. Um, no more fun birthdays for the podcast, unfortunately. It's gone off to college now with episode 22 on its way. It's starting its adult life. And um, it's just going to get older. That, that's that's all I can say about it. That's it. The fun, the fun birthday celebrations of correlation to our episodes is over. Hopefully but, it ages like fine wine. Oh, it will. For sure. Um, I'm thinking fine wine is good. Um, a nice warm bourbon that's like, I don't know, 109,000 <laughs> years old. Um, that sounds like good. That. Yeah, yeah. I don't think such thing exists. Uh, no. And if we, and if it did exist, could you imagine? Oh God! The price, like we're we're paying hundreds of dollars for like twenty years. I'm at, yeah. Anyways, yeah. I I'm guessing that long ago we weren't making bourbons. I, I don't know if bourbon was around then. So uh, let's, as usual, we're gonna dive into cruise news, uh, but let me give you guys a little teaser about what we're gonna talk about today. So uh, we thought it was time. It's been a few episodes since we've done one of these, so we've decided to do another battle of the cruise lines. And this time we're going to be putting two of Royal Caribbean international companies, cruise ships head to head to see who comes out on top. We should have had like a bracket style and like compared them all through. And we didn't think that far of a head, Um, but these are really fun. And these usually end in like a surprising manner. So um, I'm stoked to get into that. But first, we got to start it off with some, some news. Some other Royal Caribbean news. Oh, man. Speaking did, of them. Did they have some news <laughs> this week? Some, they were in the news last week, too. Yeah. Coco K. Water. Yeah, Coco K and the water. This is a little better than that whole uh, ordeal. But uh, so this is actually kind of surprising, at least to me, because uh, Royal Caribbean. This came out of nowhere. Yeah, it came out of left field. Um, but Royal Caribbean put in orders for their seventh Oasis class ship. Like what the? Well, it's so surprising because normally I wouldn't say it's surprising, but they already have three. They're three in with the Oasis or not Oasis. I'm sorry. Icon class of ship. Have you have you some more of that drink there? <laughs> Maybe we can get the story straight. The, I'm looking at Oasis and I'm saying Icon. Um so they have Icon, then they have Star that's coming out next year, and then they have a third unnamed Icon class of ship that's coming out. So we kind of thought they were just done with Oasis. You know, we thought that, Icon was the way that they're going. What's next? Are they going to announce another Freedom class ship? Oh, yeah. I, I <laughs> Really do a throwback? Don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they're going that yeah, we, far throwback, but um, it's kind of nice to see they haven't given up on Oasis I mean, this class of ship's been around since 2009, which is quite a while. Royal Caribbean hasn't given up on Oasis. No. But I have. (laughs) Wonder was it. I don't foresee myself, unless I'm, you know, 
blindfolded and Unless taken on a cruise. Unless it's real cheap or something. Yeah, I just don't, I, because we're, we're Oasis classed out. Like, we've done five. They've all been great. Yeah. But it's just like, I mean, after the last one that we did that was not an Oasis class ship, it was so, like, it was refreshing. rejuvenating. Yeah. yeah. It was like, it, it really, like, re, reignited the love for cruising because Oasis, yeah. it just became the same stuff over and over and over again for five cruises. And I love the Oasis of the Seas. That was my first cruise. But damn, Royal, another one? <laughs> or, like, change it up a little. Man. Change it up a little more, maybe. So, hey, they know what they're doing. Yeah. They're multi-billion dollar corporation. They obviously see the demand or the need for this. Um, and who knows? I mean, it, it's not coming out till 2028. The Utopia is coming this week. Or this this week. Well, I need to drink some more. This well, year. <laughs> And it's going to be a four-year gap. So I don't know. Maybe they put this order in because they're going to kill off a couple old ships. Maybe. And they needed to be able to replace that capacity with only one ship instead of numerous ships in the fleet. But God. And maybe the Icon class just costs too much. I mean, it costs like two, was it $2 billion? Yeah, it was like $2 billion, but Two. I mean, at the pricing, they make $100 billion off of one sailing, <laughs> like know. the rate at which they're literally making the money back. God, it's insane, the price of those cruises. Yeah. All right. So that's all we know about that. No name's been announced. It's just they put the order in. It's pending financing, and that's supposed to happen a little bit later this year. But uh, that's the uh, that's the Royal Caribbean um, news that we've got going um, another one we want to talk about today is uh, is is Princess ever going to get this ship <laughs> actually like sailing sailing with passengers on it? I certainly hope so. If anybody has heard any of our previous podcasts, you know that I am like the biggest like supporter of the Sun Princess. I've been so excited about it. It's probably the ship I'm. Most excited to come out this year, and it just keeps getting delayed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you saw it. You got excited. Yeah. You convinced me to book it. Um, We've got it booked. I'm and if still excited. continue <laughs> to delay it, we may be the inaugural sailing. And, I yeah. mean, we're not going for months. Yeah. So we'll see about that. Um, and, 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 again, it's a good thing that they're not yeah, rushing it out. Yeah, don't rush it. Obviously, it it, yeah, it's it's really frustrating for the cruisers that have this booked to have your cruise canceled, and then hopefully they didn't rebook for the second week oh to then God, have it canceled. You imagine? Yeah. Um. So the next one's planned to go out on February twenty eighth of twenty twenty four. And I don't think this is Princess's fault because they just got it. No, they just got it from the dockyard and now they have to put third, you know, put the finishing touches on it. So correct. It's kind of out of their hands up until the point they get it. So hopefully from here on out, it'll be smooth sailing for them. I'm sure Princess is being compensated by the shipyard. Oh, I'm sure. For the delays and for the cancellations of these sailings. But it's just really frustrating. And but again, frustrating for the passengers. I give Princess kudos for delaying it instead of rushing it out because we had an experience with a carnival ship that it it wasn't carnival but it was carnival cruise line but it was in dry dock for repair and refurbishment and they just didn't finish it and yet they rushed it out threw us on there and 
God, it was, was it horrible. <laughs> it was it was a terrible, terrible cruise. So if you're listening to this and you were booked on the inaugural, initial inaugural and the second inaugural, be thankful because the last thing you want to do is to have a really shitty vacation and then like plaster that across all of princesses ships and think that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I, this is why we don't book inaugural sailings. We were thinking about doing the inaugural on uh, MSC's world America when it yep. comes out. And we didn't for this reason, because we've heard a lot of horror stories about inaugural sailings that things just weren't ready. Pools weren't full. They're still like working out the kink. So for us personally, it's just, even though it's exciting to be on the inaugural sailing, it's just not worth it to us to deal with an incomplete ship. And we're going on the third sailing? Third or fourth. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. But if they if they delay like this, we may be in we, the inaugural who knows, sailing. <laughs> who knows with them? All right. So last cruise news story of the week. Um, I, this is why boomers don't belong on social media. So, um, I don't know this person's name. They're an older person. They may not even be the boomer generation. They may be before that. We know her name is ruined vacation. <laughs> That's her TikTok name. <laughs> so I, I'm just calling her Mrs. Ruined Vacation. <laughs> That's her name now. Irate here first. cruise customer, irate cruiser takes complaints to TikTok. So, uh, so, so this boomer ruined vacations on TikTok. Mrs. Check ruined her vacation. Um, was on the Norwegian star on a sailing and unfortunately, the cruise line had to change the itinerary, which this happens quite often. Do we know why? Was it due to weather? Um, it doesn't necessarily say if it was like actually due to weather. They did it in advance and they sent communications out. Oh. But it sounds like some people didn't get them. Now, again, I'm not hating on boomers, but from my experience dealing with boomers and technology... They say this doesn't work. That's not there. I didn't get it. And in fact, it is there. They just didn't know where to find it. But anyways, this cruiser was so irate over this itinerary change that she went and created a TikTok account just to bitch about it. And those complaints she's made has attracted more than 3 million views on TikTok. Wow. I'm going to be Miss Ruined Vacation. Yeah, we need to change our YouTube name to Miss Ruined Vacation. Um, and again, this happens. Like, it happens. And and her frustration was the they were supposed to go to a certain part of Antarctica, and they didn't, but they substituted a different part of Antarctica. And it wasn't even getting off. Like, they were just right, sailing. Right, sailing. And I've not been to Antarctica. I heard it's amazing. Yeah. So I could understand where she's frustrated. Yeah, and the thing with Antarctica, usually those cruises usually cost considerably more than, you know, just your average cruise. So if you're paying more just, you know, to go to Antarctica or go buy a certain part, I can understand why that would be disappointing. I know my dad went to Antarctica and that was like his favorite cruise he's ever done. So Antarctica is definitely special. And if you're going specifically for that, it can be disappointing. Well, they get off the ship uh, on the 18th of February. So I'm curious if she's going to have an update for us. I certainly hope so. We're going to have to go check her out over on TikTok. Ruined vacation. Uh, creative name. Uh, you know, she got right to the point and tells you up front what that, what that TikTok's about. The worst case scenario here is she continues to post and 
becomes the face of the cruise industry. Oh, God. Across TikTok. Make us all look bad. Yeah. So let's hope that doesn't happen. So that wraps up cruise news of the week. A uh, couple couple stories there. Nothing catastrophic this week, though. It was good to see. No, I mean, uh, if you ask Miss Ruin Vacation, it's catastrophic. No, no ships being ran into docks <laughs> or passengers being evacuated off of private islands. Uh, nobody jumping off of ships. It's been a while since we've had a man overboard. It was a wild few weeks there. Yeah. There was like. It was like nonstop. People going over all the time. I don't know what's happening. So let's get into the fun stuff for the day. Um, happy hour episode number 22, Battle of the Cruise Lines. You can say it one more time. I'll let you. That's all right. Okay. Today we are going to compare the Celebrity Beyond versus the Wonder of the Seas, the second largest ship in the world. Yeah. And if you have not, if this is your first Battle of the Cruise Line podcast with us, uh, let me walk you through the rules. Uh, this is getting real official. Just <laughs> throw it out there. So um, we've got a couple different categories. And what we do is we take these two cruise lines and we talk about the each of these categories and we, we share our thoughts and opinions on each ship in those categories. And then we both vote and we each get a vote for each category. And at the end of it, we tally up who won the battle of the cruise lines. And typically, um, if we if we just quickly throw it off the top of our head, we usually say this person's a winner. But when we really start to think about it and we get to the nitty gritty and the votes are tallied, um, we're, it's usually an upset. We're usually surprised at who actually comes out on top. Yeah, and these two in particular, it's kind of like comparing apples to oranges because they're so different in so many ways that... It's like comparing, it's so different, but I mean, they're both amazing in their own way, for sure. Well, for this uh, this updated version of Battle of the Cruise Lines, we've added a few things. So we added yeah. a, new, a new category, and at the end, we're also going to give you our uh, recommendations for what type of cruiser do we think that these particular ships are for. That way, if you're listening to this and you're curious, hey, is this ship for me? Um, if you fit into the, the criteria that we say, then we think you'll have a really great time. Anybody can go on any ship. And again, these are our thoughts and opinions based upon our experiences. Yours may differ. You may feel differently. Uh, your cruise may go differently. Something better could happen. Something worse could happen. It's a snippet in time, but it's our recollection of the events that unfolded. I feel like I'm starting like a documentary and I'm like, you know, putting like the, the <laughs> public disclaimer. service announcement. Yeah, the disclaimer at the beginning to be like, this is, this is how we remembered everything. Anyways, so here are the categories. So the first one's going to be food. That one's pretty self-explanatory. It's about food. Uh, it's about food. Um, and on cruises, there's a lot of it. Bars, that's the new one. That's the, that. How, why did we leave that off from the get-go? I don't know. We had it under a different category, and they are like, why, though? Yeah, we were like, favorite yeah, thing. Yeah, and if you, I mean, look at the name, Cruise News and Booze. Like, it's literally in the name. Shit. All right. Uh, accommodations. And when we talk about accommodations, what we're meaning is the room, um, the feeling of the ship and how the ship is laid out. Next category is activities. So under activities, we're talking about things like pools, uh, crew organized activities or like water slides, extracurricular, fun, exciting, things like that. Uh, entertainment is another category where we dig into the theater entertainment and then uh, the lounge entertainment or um, music and lounges, things like that. Like evening. Yeah. The nightlife. Then we talk about service. So when we talk about service, we're really, um, going to reference like, uh, your room attendants, the 
unsung heroes of most cruises. Uh, if they're a good room attendant, they go unseen. Food service, the servers in the food service areas, and then your bar service. And the last category is uh, going to be price. And again, that one's pretty self-explanatory. And it's important that we talk about price because if one cruise line is better, but it's twice the price, well, of course it should be better. Yeah, and some people book cruises specifically based on price. Yeah, exactly. So they have a set budget and they can only go for this price. So, you know, I get it. So with that all being said, let's dig into the Battle of the Cruise Line Celebrity Beyond versus Wonder of the Seas. Let's do it. So kicking it off, it's always important to share um, the history with each cruise line, not just the ship, but the cruise line. So these two cruise ships, Celebrity Beyond versus Wonder of the Seas, our history um, is we've got one cruise with Celebrity and then five cruises with Royal Caribbean with a question mark next to it. Is there one that I'm missing? I think it's five. Well, you've done more than five. Oh, yeah. I've done more than we've, five for sure. We've just done five. I don't. I've lost count of how many I've done. A lot. A lot. And you've been on the Sun Princess, even though it, <laughs> not, it isn't come out yet the <laughs> sun princess <laughs> all right so our cruising history uh the celebrity cruise happened a little bit earlier this year and then royal it's been over the past eight nine years yeah our our wonder was last year in the fall of 2023 and then our first one together was back in 2016 on the oasis of the seas we were just babies we were in our early 20s, young and dumb, didn't buy a beverage package. Shame on us. An alcoholic <laughs> beverage. You couldn't drink those. I so. couldn't drink. Yeah, our, yeah. Let's tie that in. Our first Royal Caribbean cruise together, you weren't old enough to drink yet. Oh, That's hilarious. Sad times. So um, let's hop into it. So it, it is unfair. We have a lot more experience with Royal Caribbean. But in my opinion, I think that means that our expectations grow. Yeah. Because we've seen a lot with Royal Caribbean. And so we expect to continue to be wowed. Yeah. And it, it probably hurts them probably, in reality. Yeah. Yeah. We keep expecting more and more from them each time. Yeah. And um, we're going to we're gonna dig into a lot of that deep when we get in these categories. So we're going to throw the first one uh, up on the board. And that's going to be food. I'm going to let you talk a lot during this time, Molly. Because, About food? Yeah. That's, yeah. It's my greatest love in life. It's yeah, it is. Food. It is. Other than drinks. Drinks, yeah. food. It is your greatest Charlie. love in life. Um, <laughs> oh, Charles, where's he at? He's, he's around a- here somewhere. Oh, he's uh, he's sequestered for, for quiet time. <laughs> so talk to us a little bit about the food on board Celebrity Beyond, Molly. So the food on Celebrity Beyond, they didn't have... A lot of options as far as... Like they didn't have a lot of places. Yeah, a lot of places as far as, you know, included food. The options and the places were plentiful. Oh, yeah. Once you once you got to one of the locations. But as far as numerous places... You didn't have a ship. bunch to choose from, which I'm fine with that because I'd rather have quality over quantity. Absolutely. And I think when we talk about the beyond food, the first thing we have to talk about is the buffet. 
because nom, 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 nom. that buffet was amazing. I mean, it was the best buffet we've ever had. It changed every single day. The food options on it were amazing. I mean, every day they had steak, lamb. One day they pulled out all the stops and we had this full like raw bar set up and seafood and shrimp. They pulled a whole ass ocean out. They pulled everything out. Everything you could imagine they had it and it was so good. And it was always exciting to go there and see what they had. They had the pasta stations where you could get customized pasta. They had carving stations. I mean, everything you could possibly imagine. Sandwich stations. They had pizza. They had pizza. It was all right. Right. It it wasn't your favorite, but it wasn't your least favorite. It was comparable to shit rentos. (laughs) Pizza. So, I mean, it was, they had so many options, though. The the basic buffet was really good, and um, I think that was exciting for us. They also have what they call the mast grill, which is by the pool. That place was really good, too. They had some good options. They had, like, the hamburgers. They had chicken sandwiches, hot dogs. It, basic food, but done really well. It's like the place where they're like, don't drag your wet ass yeah, into don't the go buffet. In the, don't go in the buffet. Eat here instead. It's position that where you can be soaking wet in your bathing suit and just grab a burger or a hot dog or like a chicken sandwich or french fries. Just that good. You've baked in the sun all day. You're drunk off your ass. <laughs> you just need a lot of starches and carbs to get you back up on your feet. Yeah. So that one was really good because some of those places, that's what it's for, right? It's just something there to eat. But they did it well. The quality was good. And I was happy with that. I know on Sail Away, we didn't want to lose our seats where we were on the magic carpet. So I just ran to the mask grill and grabbed some food. Because, again, food is... <laughs> we we had just had lunch. <laughs> I need it. And you immediately were like, hey, you think there's any food around here anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> and you just disappeared. <laughs> Came back with, like, piles of food. Yeah, just pop back up with a plate of things to eat. So... Um, so there was that. And then, of course, um, there's the main dining rooms because they have four main dining rooms, each kind of with their own theme. And the main differences in, in the dining rooms is they're each themed differently as far as decor. But they also have like a special menu that you can only get in those restaurants. And then they have the classic menu that you can get in all the restaurants. Yep. So... That was different from anything we've kind of done before. And we really enjoyed it. You know, going to a different restaurant every night was kind of fun. Without giving away my vote. Yeah. I'm going to say, and we've had this conversation before, the included food on Celebrity Beyond was just as good as the specialty food that we paid extra for on Wonder of the Sea. Yeah. As you mentioned earlier, there wasn't as many places to find food but when you got to a place that had food what they had was exceptional yeah and there were a lot of options it's not like they skimped on the options to make it really good they got both right they did quantity and, uh, and, and quality. quality and i think we kind of got an idea of that on our first night because we went and ate at um tuscany tuscan <laughs> if we- you if you watch our <laughs> youtube videos i call it tuscany about 25 all times of the the vlogs that we did <laughs> And 
And when I was editing it, I yeah. just put still not Tuscan. <laughs> yeah, Molly uh, threw threw shade at me in the text of the uh, the YouTube video. So yeah. Anyways, it's Tuscany. Anyway, so at Tuscan, it was just a really great meal because they have like classics that you can get every single night, like their shrimp cocktail, their escargot, and they were done really well. There was a really nice, like, dry-aged steak on the menu. The pastas were really great. Their cocktails that they have, each of their restaurants have, like, their own cocktails, too. At Tuscan, the one that we really enjoyed was the fizzing time. I think we had two each because it was just so good. I'm fizzing. And (laughs) we just really enjoyed our first night there, I think Tuscan was our favorite of any of the restaurants. I wish we could, I really wish we would have done it twice looking back now. But um, yeah, all of their, all of their main dining room food was definitely a step up from Royal Caribbean, I would and say. Tuscan was the best. Yeah. The other ones were okay. And my least favorite was Cosmopolitan. Was it? I think so. That's because that was when we were crammed on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that place. Yeah. That was the only problem with their on that ship was the main dining room. Some of the tables were really close together. And I don't know. I mean, I understand why they did it because they had these four restaurants that were all separated. So they didn't have. I guess as much space, but they yeah. really crammed everyone in there. They put a breadcrumb space between two tables and said it's two separate tables when right. in fact it felt like a four top or a six top. And even though you I were sitting at a table for two, you were still sitting with other people. Yeah. I haven't felt that crowded on any Royal Caribbean ships and there's like twice as many people. So Well, in Tuscan, we were kind of off to ourselves. Yeah. And Cyprus, we sat next to a nice couple. Yeah. In Cosmopolitan, we were sitting in other people's laps. <laughs> and then in Normandy, we got a whole four top to ourselves. Yeah, so it could really go either way, I guess. So talk about Wonder of the Seas food, Molly. Give us a little bit of rundown on that. So on Wonder of the Seas... There's shit everywhere. There's so much included food. Well, I, I will give them credit for that. There's a lot of included food options on that ship that, you know, they're spread throughout the ship. Wherever you're at, you can find something. On that one, we went with the unlimited specialty dining, which we did have to pay quite a bit more for. Yep. We'll talk about the price that we paid for that later on. Yeah, that comes in later. But like Caleb said, the food that we got paying more for was comparable to the food that was just included Yep. on Celebrity. Um, the thing I will say about the unlimited specialty dining is like it truly is an experience every night. You're going to a different restaurant in different parts of the ship. So it feels a little different. You're getting a completely different experience. Um, And they have some really great options as their unlimited dining, but you have to pay for it. It's not just included. And the included food on most rural Caribbean ships is not the same at all as celebrity. Not even close. No. So if you're not looking to spend extra, that's, that's definitely a, a downside. Which we expected the food to be better on Celebrity than Royal. Yeah. Because it's Royal's higher in line. And that's one area where we felt that Royal could really improve. Was yeah. the quality of the food. And I think it was cool on Celebrity. They did in their main dining room some things that we've never tried before. It just hasn't been an option on other cruise lines. Like the octopus. 
Yep. That the girl, I've never had that on any cruise ship. I tried it. It was amazing. So I think it's really cool when cruise lines, you know, offer these different things that are just different and unique. Yeah. When you get to try shit, you wouldn't eat at home yeah. or find at home. Yeah, absolutely. As I, as you were talking about Wonder of Seas and the food everywhere, I was thinking through what decks have food on it. And on Wonder of the Seas, there's food on deck three, four, five, six, eight, 11, 14, and 15. It's food everywhere. Because <laughs> like your main dining rooms are down at the lower decks. Yeah, that's true. And then your promenade is deck five. Your boardwalk's deck six. Uh, Wonderland, or I'm sorry, the, the Central Park is on deck eight. Wonderland is on deck 11. Uh, the buffet is on deck 14. Uh, Cantina Fresca. Fresh. Can, can, El Loco, Loco Fresh. Fresh. Damn. <laughs> You're Cantina Fresca is the bar <laughs> for El Loco Fresh. That's on uh, 15. And the Solarium is also on 15. Yep. And Hooked is on 16. So there's food on 16 too. Damn. I really didn't think about that until you were yeah, there's a talking lot about of it. It's food everywhere. On that ship. And there's, you know, but the thing is most of it, there's hot dogs at the doghouse, right? Yep. Hot dogs at the buffet. Um, so, you know, there's salads at Park Cafe. Salads, salads at the buffet. At the buffet. Salads so in the solarium. Some of it's kind of repetitive. Yep. But, I mean, they have some, there's definitely some high points of wonder well, food, and, too. And all of that food is cooked in the same commissary kitchen. And so it all tastes the same. Celebrity, like the massacre, they were cooking that food right, right there. there. Yep. So it tasted a little bit different than what you would get, even if it was the same thing at the buffet. And I will say, too, all the food on Celebrity was hot. I know that's a, a big complaint with some of Royal Caribbean ships. Do you need to go make a TikTok? It Miss ruined vacation? I mean, I really Miss don't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat cold food before I make a TikTok. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I mean, I had no complaints with celebrity food. It was good. So uh, it's time to cast your vote for the food category. I mean, even though Royal had so many options on Wonder of the Seas, I have to go with Celebrity Beyond because the food was just a better quality. I also am going to go for Celebrity Beyond. Even though we paid for specialty dining on Wonder of the Seas, I think all in all the food on Celebrity Beyond was much better. Yep. I mean, I, I always think back to our first day, which I think is when you get your, your best first impressions on Celebrity Beyond. We went to the buffet and you were ecstatic about it. You were like, this is amazing. And most of the time we get on cruises, we go to the buffet and you're like, well, this is the same cruise food. Same shit, as, different ship. Yeah. As every other one. So I think that should say something. That, yeah, that speaks volumes. Yeah. And, and, I'm very unfiltered. So if I'm happy about something, you know, if I'm mad about something, you know, and that was one aspect where um, I was surprised. Yep. Moving on to bars. So uh, this is the new category again for the summer round. So uh, we're going to, we're going to take this one. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to share kind of some of our favorite places on each ship and then kind of uh, compare those and, and give our votes based upon who we think had the better bars. Uh, full disclaimer here, when we start to talk about Wonder of the Sea bars, and we're not going to talk about the Celebrity Beyond bars, but there are, there were terrible bars on the Celebrity Beyond, 
that yeah. we are, are going to be a closer competitor to the Wonder of the Seas bars. Um, but uh, talk to me about, Molly, your favorite bar on board the Celebrity Beyond. My personal favorite bar on Celebrity Beyond was the Martini Bar. I know we've talked about this before, but not only was the variety of martinis quite vast, there was martinis I never heard of. Pages I and pages. I didn't know and existed. It, there was that. The service at that bar was incredible. Uh, shout out to Shivani. Shivani. She was amazing. She was one of the waitresses there. Absolutely fantastic. She knew us by the second day, knew our names. That blew me away. Knew our cabin number. I was like, Creep, what are you doing? <laughs> Get away from me. She just you embraced was it. so sweet. She was amazing. And uh, really all the servers, they were great. And if they saw your drink was empty, they were over there. They were on it. I got a name. You got a name. From one of the bartenders. Yeah, it wasn't at the martini bar. No. It was in the, um, the theater. theater. Mr. Miller. For the amount of Miller light he drank. <laughs> we saw one just walking by, one of the servers walking by. We said, hey. And he's like, oh, hi, Mr. Miller. I was like, wow, you've drank too many. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm going to, uh, my favorite bar, and uh, I, I feel so passionate about this, that uh, shameless plug for our YouTube page here, but I'm going to put together a video about this specific bar. We usually don't go that in depth about specific bars for to make a YouTube video about it, but I loved and enjoyed this bar so much. And that is the World Class Bar. I don't know if they have this on any other celebrity ship. I'm guessing the Edge Class ships probably have them. This bar is the shit. It was amazing. It is a sophisticated, uh, high-end craft experience um, where the bartenders were just pretentious, I ate that shit up. There was nothing happier for me to sit at that bar and listen to them tell a customer, no, I can't make that drink here <laughs> because they just didn't have the ingredients. It wasn't that bar. It wasn't the place that you go order a pina colada or any other yeah, they random didn't have a fruity blender. drink. And it, it just, it made me so happy. And the, the bartenders were exceptional at their craft. Oh yeah. Lots of years of experience. And very, very knowledgeable. All I wanted to do on that cruise was be their friend. And they, and they didn't want to did be not friend. want to talk to me at all. <laughs> Zero. None. I mean, you know how happy it would have made me if I could have got one of them on the podcast? They <laughs> would have had been... if they would have said nothing. It would have just been mm-hmm. Yep. No. 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 <laughs> It was, no, it was, just, it was no gray goose gin the, yeah, or no, vodka. No, yeah, gray no gray goose, goose vodka. vodka. Uh, that shit vodka. <laughs> the marketing. Uh, um, it was just. It was. It was such a great experience. The beverages were ex exceptional. The way they crafted them, well thought out. Um, I mean, they had like 15 years of experience as bartenders. The, like they, they knew what was up. Everything was intentional, all the way down to the glass and the ice that they used. Which that tells me so much about the craft and how much they care about it. So. I don't want to take up any more time talking about that. Um, we're going to move on to the next bar. On well, that's just, I just want to mention something real quick because that's something you don't find on cruise ships. Oh, I've never, I've never ever found it anywhere. And, and I don't think I'll ever find it again. Most of the time it's about getting you, getting the drink made as quickly as possible and getting on to the next one. I would book celebrity cruises just because if that bar was on the ship. Yeah. I say I would do it just because of the martini bar. Cause I loved it that much. It was so fun. 
So the one bar that we found ourselves going back to every single day, which tells us that we really enjoyed it, was the Sunset Bar. That one was just beautiful. Perfectly placed on the ship. Amazing views. The decor was amazing. From the sun. Decor was amazing. It was like being in like... uh, like in, in Greece. Yeah, like the Medi- like a yeah. very Mediterranean themed. The beverages were exceptional. Um, they were fruitier. They were, you know, tropical, um, but they were good. They were balanced and were overly sweet. It was just, it was really, really well done. Yeah. We, I think we drank Beyond Classic or Classic Beyond or whatever it was. Beyond Signature. Beyond Signature yep. every single day. That So those were the bars. The, that was where we spent our time on board the Celebrity Beyond. The majority yeah. of our days were spent in one of those three bars. Unfortunately, the world-class bar doesn't open until four. So that was our night spot. Yeah, not a and minute before. martini bar didn't open. Yeah, not a minute before. <laughs> four. No, no, no. Um, and then and w- one last thing about the world-class bar. They had special glasses. They yeah. were actual glass. And they They're were, nice. you know, nice crystal glasses with, with, you know, the right designs on them. And in the bartending world, the glass is just as important as the quality of the liquor you pour in the glass. When they could not find their glasses... You thought somebody kicked their puppy. You thought someone it had jumped off the ship. An emotional meltdown for them. <laughs> Just, I mean, I've I saw them throw things because they couldn't find their glass. <laughs> in in celebrity, I swear to God, if you hear this podcast and you do anything to these people, you will forever get them their glasses. Yeah, you will forever be dis. Like I'll never cruise on you again, and you'll never get my money because those guys are the reason why I will take another cruise with your cruise line. Yeah. And quick shout out to they um they were open on boarding day. So yeah, right, it was one of the few bars open. Yeah. Yet. So on boarding day, the martini bar was open early and the world class bar. So moving on, Wonder of the Seas. Um They have some great bars on Wonder. I will give them credit for that. Well, they had one exceptionally good bar. Yeah. One with a really nice view. And then one with really nice, fun bartenders. Yeah. Nothing compared to Celebrity Beyond. No. Nothing. No. Mason Jar is the first one we're going to talk about, and that is the exceptional bar. Right. It came very close. It's pretty close, yeah. To the service we got at the, the Martini Bar on Celebrity Beyond. Um, he, didn't rem- he didn't learn our names, but... He he was like a blend of the martini bar and the world class bar. He was fun, yeah. He was funny. He took his craft serious. Yeah, Royal Caribbean didn't give him the same tools that right, celebrity he didn't have the tools. But he was personable and he would engage in conversation and he actually cared. The guys at the world class bar could give a shit how your day went. Yeah, they don't care about that. All they care about is how good they make that cocktail, which I I eat it up. I love it. <laughs> so that's a mason jar. It, it was a wonder of the seas uh, first. It was the first ship that Royal Caribbean. Uh, put the Mason Jar restaurant, and they put the bar for the Mason Jar bar. In yeah, the, the, the Mason Jar was really exciting for us because it was the first kind of craft bar on an Oasis class ship where they really seemed to care about their craft and really uh, made some fun drinks. And the fun thing was when we would at, we would just say, "Hey, can you just make us a drink? Like it doesn't have to be on the menu." And he would make us something, and it was really good. The only problem I had with Mason Jar is all the drinks started to taste the same after a while because they were all bourbon-based. Well, it was either bourbon or moonshine with yeah. blackberries or something. Or Coke or something. Yeah, but I wish they would just throw in maybe, like, something else. Yeah, they had a <laughs> massive menu 
Yeah. But it was almost all the same stuff. It was the same few ingredients kind of mixed around. Bourbon so or moonshine with a fruity something. Yeah. Peach. So just kind of mix it up something. a little bit. Um, would have been, you know, a little preferred. Let's move to the magical bar mm. of Wonderland. Wonderland is my favorite bar on Wonder. Was it? Yeah. Because huh. the uh, down the rabbit hole was just, that's that's my drink when I'm on on those ships. They've got four featured drinks at the Wonderland Bar, Down the Rabbit Hole, uh, Cheshire Cat Cosmo, Smoke Rings, and... The White Rabbit Rita. The White Rabbit Rita, which is really cool because it has a yeah. salt foam. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that one's cool. cool. Um, it's a great bar. Yeah, I love that bar. But it's only open when Wonderland's open. It's a couple hours a night, and it, sometimes it can be really hard to get in there to get to the bar. Yeah. <clears throat> Depending on how busy Wonderland crowded. is. Yeah, it just gets crowded, and there's usually only one bartender there, and and the beverages take a while to put together, and you yep. kind of feel bad. Yeah. View Bar, that was the bar with an amazing view. That's an amazing on, view. On Wonder of the Seas, they replaced one of the infinite uh, or infinity hot tubs that hang over the side of the ship with a bar. And it had an amazing view. The drinks were okay. Yeah. I, I don't, like, I don't remember anything just like, oh, that was amazing. Right, yeah. But it was a really nice view for Sail Away. Um, and I think we sat at it maybe two more times. Yeah, we sat there a couple more times. Yeah, we we went we went to Mason Jar almost every day. Mm-hmm. But View Bar we went less than Mason Jar. Yeah. And the bar and the bar with the really fun and personable bartenders. The first bar we interacted with when we got on the ship, and uh, this is a, a what Royal Caribbean is like known for. Oh yeah, the lime and coconut bar and man i think they had two or three yeah they on had the quite ship. a few three yeah they had three, three they had yeah one on each side and then one the next deck up. yeah um that's the pool bar it's it's the area w- near the pool that's that's what this place is it's fun it's festive it's vibrant it's high energy floral fun uh, drinks yeah shirts fun drinks little buckets and yeah stuff, yeah served us some welcome aboard shots it was nice it was just a really really nice bar mm-hmm but none of these come close to what we experienced on Celebrity Beyond. No. So my vote goes to Celebrity Beyond for this. Yeah, they've, they've got to have it. So you're giving it to Celebrity Beyond as well? I am. Celebrity Beyond's taking a lead here. I'm just going to say, moving <laughs> out ahead. All right, moving on to accommodations. Again, this is the room, ship feeling, and uh, ship layout. Let's you talk a little bit about the uh, Celebrity Beyond, Molly. So I think... The minute we walked on Celebrity Beyond, there just was a vibe to it. Yep. There was just this really classy, kind of moody, darker colors. Um, it just was really elegant feeling. It wasn't the in-your-face, vibrant, tropical. No, it's not fun like. Fun party, Royal Caribbean right. colors. And I don't know if we liked the Celebrity vibe so much because like you said in the beginning we were we've done a lot of oasis class ships so i don't know if it's just because it was different that we were like "Ooh, i like this or because it really is elegant it just it felt different than any ship we've been on really i would say as far as just the feeling just felt very high end um so that was the first thing we noticed and then going to our room we booked an interior room for celebrities so we really didn't know what to expect but man, that was a nice room. It was. That was a really nice interior room. It was just, it was the same size as a balcony. 
room that we had on Royal Caribbean. It just didn't have the balcony. The bathroom was much bigger. Like two people could stand in there getting ready or whatever. Comfortably too. Comfortably. The shower was bigger. It just felt more luxurious. It was just a really, really nice room. We really enjoyed it. And then the other thing that we liked is just the layout of Celebrity Beyond. It just was laid out so well. It was easy to get to everything. Um, I think we saw pretty much everything the first day that we wanted to see because it just was laid out in a way that was easy to get to. Nothing was hidden or hard. If anyone's been on Oasis class ship, I mean, they're pretty easy to get around, but they're gigantic. Yeah, they're huge. (laughs) It's like a marathon getting from deck five to deck 14 from the front to the back. Yeah. You have to work for it. It's, it's a lot, but I felt like it was really easy on celebrity beyond to just get to anything that you want it to whether it was food or drink, you didn't feel like you had to go really far to get anything that you wanted. Yeah, and it was a really good feeling, as you said, when we got on the ship. Um, There really wasn't anything like, I don't recall encountering anything that was just, ugh. No, and it just, it didn't feel crowded. Yep. Uh, right when because I know a lot of times no matter what ship you get on but this does happen especially I felt like on wonder right when you get on the ship it feels crowded there's people everywhere everyone where you want to go the buffet is insanity but it was just nice and relaxing could kind of ease your way into your cruise they had a lot of things open which I thought was really great um on for the first day so I'm going to talk a little bit about Wonder now. All right. So when you first experience an Oasis class ship, your jaw is going to be on the floor. Yeah. They are just massive. It is like the eighth wonder of the world. It really is. You look at it and you go, how is that thing floating? Yeah. Like, how is it not tipping over? It's like top heavy, like the way that it's designed. <laughs> like, it just... It did, it defies everything that your mind thinks about what a cruise ship is. Yeah. So that in itself right there, it's just, it's incredible the size of these things. In fact, your, uh, your dad has never been on one of these and uh, he's going to be enjoying the I'll icon of the seat. His head's going to spin. <laughs> it's going to explode. I can hear it now. <laughs> I'm going to have to put a tracker on him so we don't lose him. Anyways. And uh, these are the biggest ships in the world. I mean, and even though the icon's bigger, they only get bigger by like a couple feet. So it's not like a huge difference. Um, And they load these ships up with so much. Yeah, the first, right when you walk on, because you walk on to the Royal Promenade, it's it's overwhelming. Party, it is overwhelming. It's It's like, oh God, what's happening? (laughs) We immediately, and without question, go, Get me the hell out of here. Like, I'm we, like, I'm we, stressed. Yeah, we we panic, rush away to somewhere else because there's just... And they do it because they want it to be fun and exciting. And and everybody enjoys that. And they crowd around. They go, oh, this is great. But we are just like, yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, we ran out of there so fast. But there's so much to do on these ships. Yeah. And it's amazing with how much that they have on these ships, how well they have it laid out. And that's because they use the neighborhood concept. They've got... 
the entertainment neighborhood down on deck four. They've got the Royal Promenade on deck five. They've got the boardwalk on deck six, Central Park on deck eight. They've got the activities on the very back of deck 15. They've got the pool on the middle of four. Like it's all just compartmentalized really well. Yeah. And I will say Royal Caribbean's Wonder of the Seas, you could feel like you're on a completely different ship at various times throughout the day, mm-hmm. depending on what neighborhood you are on. Celebrity Beyond felt like a very cohesive cruise ship. It felt all very tied together, you know, very unified. It's, it's just a completely different experience. Yeah, the vibe felt the same at day and at night. And Royal yeah. Caribbean, the vibe of the ship drastically changes at night. Yeah. It feels at night, the wonder felt more like the celebrity did. Yeah. Like that's just the feeling you get. Yeah. Um, now, I struggled with this one. Because these are both amazing ships in their own respect. Yeah. And I couldn't come up with a winner. So I'm giving it to both. Yeah, I had to give it to both too. Because I think they're amazing. They're each amazing in their own right for different people. Neither one of them just stood out as the reigning champ with this. Mm -mm. And and this was the only fair thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're both fantastic. All right, moving on to activities. So activities, again, we're talking about the pools, uh, crew organized activities, slides, etc. I'm going to, uh, we're going to talk about wonder first. Okay. We've been, we've been given celebrity, the, the spotlight and every <laughs> one of them. We're going to, we're going to transition to wonder. Um, there is so much to do on the ship. Oh my God. Yeah. The, I, that's, that's why you get on the ship. That is. And a lot of it is included too, which is fantastic because they have zip lining they have rock climbing. They have putt-putt. I mean, we played putt-putt probably every day. We had a great time there. You're going to do things on the Wonder of the Seas that you'll never get to do anywhere else in the world. Let alone in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, on floating ship. on the ocean on yeah. a mega a city. And yeah, the size a city, of these ships. pretty much. They've got flow riders, rock climbing, ice skating, multiple water slides. They do laser tag. They do... Um, Kids activities. I mean, they have so many kids activities throughout the day. Yeah. Sports courts, dodgeball, Sports basketball, courts, pickleball. Yeah. Like it, it, the list goes on and on and on. And after as many cruises as we've done, too many that we lost count now, nobody does crew organized activities or uh, crew organized. Uh, I don't want to call them shows, but like their activities, but their shows or games. Yeah, like Royal Caribbean does. Oh no, nobody does it like them. Not even freaking close. Yeah, they're they're fantastic. They're in a category all of their own. There is never a dull moment on a wonder, on Wonder of the Seas. No, there's something going on at all times of the day, and and even if you're not into the flow riders, zip lines, all that stuff, there's still all of the traditional cruise activities. That you come to expect from every other cruise line, they've got it there too. Yeah, and they did a great job with that too because they the solarium was fantastic on Wonder of the Seas. They redid it. It was very relaxing. It was if you don't want to be doing all of the fun activities, you can go in there for some relaxation and calm. They really thought it out well in that respect. This ship has everything anyone could want in a cruise. Yeah, things you didn't even know you wanted. Are on this ship. And a lot of people like give these mega ships a lot of shit just because of the size of them and like, oh, that sounds horrible. And and I get it. On paper, it doesn't make sense. But unless you've gone and you've experienced one of these ships to see how they do it and how it's executed, 
you don't have any room to talk on the matter. Yeah, and if you don't like mega ships, then don't watch videos about mega ships. Yeah, stay home. <laughs> Safe at home. There's not <laughs> six thousand. Don't go there. Don't go. There's not six thousand people <laughs> at home. All right, celebrity beyond Molly, what you got? Celebrity beyond. I mean, I think for the size of the ship, they did pretty good with their activities. I'll say. Their cruise director, Shauna, probably was most of the reason that they had so many activities. She was going. She was a shit. Morning, tonight, all day long, whether it was Zumba. Um, one thing I will say, I re- we really enjoyed on Beyond as far as just like daytime activities was. Drinking? She, other than drinking was Shauna did like a little, I guess you could say talk or question and answer thing where she just talked about crew life um how the crew did during the pandemic and things like that and um just general questions that people had about the crew and and how things are for them which we really enjoyed and then probably most entertaining was the captain which was captain leo he was fantastic do you know that he used to be a plastic surgeon before he was a captain (laughs) And then before that, he was in the uh, the Greek Navy. And then before that, he was a... Um, He's been around. I, I don't remember what else he said he was. He, he was, made up a lot of stories. He was fantastic. He did like a little presentation to just about the ship itself and what it takes to run one of these ships. And that was really entertaining. That's something we didn't get on Wonder. But that was entertaining to us. Maybe it's not as exciting for other people. I couldn't even tell you who the captain was on Wonder. I mean, he was there, obviously. The I, ship he was, was there, I guess. Yeah. They were there. Could have been a lady for all we know. It was a man. Was it? I don't remember his name, but so Captain Leo, was he was great. He was a shit. He got into some other activities, too, that which I think we'll talk about later. But, um, yeah, those two made it really fun. Captain Leo even was at, like, the crew dodgeball. That they did and uh, the volleyball, volleyball, yeah, yeah, volleyball. The, the crew yeah. versus gas pool volleyball. That was really entertaining to watch. He was there. I would have loved to see the. He was crew supposed throw. to be like refereeing. He wasn't paying attention. It was great. <laughs> I would have loved for them to do crew versus gas dodgeball, but they didn't have great. a sports courts. Yeah, that's true. So even with all the amazing things that we've said about Celebrity Beyond, they did didn't even begin to scratch the surface of what Wonder of the Seas offered no. regarding activity. So I'm going to give my vote to Wonder of the Seas. I got to go with Wonder too because it was just, there's so much, it's included. It's yeah. not added on charges that you have to pay. You can do as much or as little as you want to do. There's really an option for everyone. Yeah, you, you get to cruise your way. Yep. It's like Burger King. You rule on Wonder <laughs> of the Seas. Let's talk about entertainment. Um. And this is like evening entertainment. Yeah, evening entertainment, like theater shows, lounges, um, the nightlife, right? What goes on? What goes on in the nightlife? Yep. Um, this was tricky. It is tricky, and that's why, like, I paused and like sighed because, like, <laughs> I've got a lot of feelings about this. So I'm just gonna throw it out there: the uh, the wonder of the seas entertainment, the the theatrical, the entertainment, main theater. The production shows were absolute dog shit. Compared to I, other Oasis class. I just yeah. don't understand who signed off on that. I yeah. just, it really Because we've my seen mind. incredible main theater shows on every other Oasis class ship. And then there was Wonder. Yeah. So on Wonder, the, the saving grace for Wonder of the Seas is that you can 
skip the theatrical entertainment under the seas, just like the the main production shows, and still have just as much entertainment as you'll find on any other ship. Yeah, that's because they have the um, Aqua Theater, which is only Oasis class ships, and now it's on the Icon, much smaller on the Icon, and they've got the ice skating shows and the comedy club. Comedy club. That that was Wonder of the Sea Saving Grace. Yeah. And they executed... And cruise director Ricky's evening entertainment. Oh, well, Ricky's phenomenal. His, <laughs> his twerking and his red sparkly shoes. And then the, like, the the crazy quest. Yeah. Phenomenal. Love and marriage. Only phenomenal. Royal, yep. Exactly. Like, so those, those things right there made up plenty for the terrible theater entertainment. I, I wish that they would have had better production shows because it would have just been a better experience oh I yeah think. it would have been fantastic but for me they're the wonder of the season entertainment still top the beyond i mean they're the shows that you see like you mentioned the aqua theater shows the the um ice skating shows and the comedy shows those are fantastic like that you're not getting those on other cruise lines the Beyond, they had some pretty good main theater shows. They were different, right? Their main theater is kind of cool. Yeah, it the looks, theater was it looks the like a spaceship. Most incredible looking thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and they kind of integrate all these screens into their production. So it was cool, but it wasn't anything you can't see on another cruise line. Yeah, and most of their theater entertainment, they had a lot of headline performances. Yeah. And only two like show shows. But they weren't really show shows. Like they were. They were. Yeah, they were. They were. Good. They were good. They weren't bad. Don't yeah, get me they wrong. were good shows. Um, one of their entertainers, Rebel, we enjoyed. Some that was the, like one of the headliners. Some yeah. of the other ones were like, okay, yeah, they were all right. And um, then their two shows were good. It was yeah. Arte and Elements. Elements. Yeah. yeah, those were really good. We enjoyed those. They. Yeah, they were just different. They were, you know. Yeah, but um, I wish on Beyond that they had done. I mean, it's more of an adult's cruise, let's be honest. There was not many kids on there. Yeah. I wish they had done, like, the Love and Marriage game show or some other, like, adult-friendly things like The Quest or something like that because those are things that we really enjoy. They're fun. Um, they didn't do it. It's fine. But... Um, Celebrity did really good with the in-lounge entertainment. Oh, yeah. Acoustical... Uh, acts, they had a bunch pianos. of acoustic that was acts. that yeah. was great. They and they were all over the place. They um, were not not too loud either. Which yeah, and the music all across the ship. It wasn't aggressively loud. Yeah, they just didn't have the same variety and options that you got on Wonder though. Yeah, yeah. And for that, I gave my point to Wonder. Yeah, I I I can see why you did. Um, I think I'm gonna have to give a vote to both. Only because, like you said, the, the ones that we really enjoyed on Wonder were fantastic. But I did think that Celebrity has some really great things as well. I thought their main theater shows were entertaining. They were good. They had some really amazing acrobats. They had something we've never seen on another cruise ship, which was the Liars Club, which was the captain, the cruise director, and one of the other entertainers. It was hilarious. It was great. I felt like during the evening entertainment, we got to know, you know, 
the cruise director and the captain, which was just something different that we haven't really experienced. So I think for different reasons, both of them had had great things. All right. So you give a point to each. I did. It's feeling generous. Moving on to service. Room attendants, food service, bar service. You spilled the beans uh, <laughs> on this one a little bit early. Um, but tell us, Molly, a little bit about the uh, Celebrity Beyond bar, uh, Celebrity Beyond service. I think for the most part, their bar service was ph- phenomenal. We had some bars that were on par with other cruise ships, I guess you could say, where it just wasn't the same throughout the ship, which is a little disappointing. But I would say especially in... The martini bar, especially our friend Shivani, she really was amazing. We saw her a couple different places throughout the day. And she would come over, speak to us. A couple of the other servers throughout the ship would come over and talk to us. As we said, you were known as Mr. Miller, which was entertaining. (laughs) But it really came down for me to all throughout the ship. No matter if it was somebody cleaning the rails on the stairs to someone mopping the pool deck, they would all stop, say hello, greet you, smile. It was just kind of different than any other cruise ship where they really went out of their way to make you feel welcome and important. Well, and I think a lot of that feeling comes from the crew to guest ratio. Yes. Celebrity has some of the lowest. And what I mean by lowest, that means that there's more crew for every guest. I think it was like 2.3 crew for every one guest. And you felt that throughout the ship. And when you get on like Wonder, you get over 3, 3.2. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. You get, yeah, 3, three I'm sorry, 3.2 guest for every one crew. I was saying it backwards. Celebrity, there were 2.3 guest for every one crew. And on Wonder, they get they get hired. And the 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 service on Wonder was not bad in any way. Oh shape no, or form. it was better than a lot of other cruise ships we've been on. There are a buttload of more people to serve. Yeah, that's the problem. And not a lot of more people to serve them. Yeah, more guests, not as not as many crew at the same ratio that the guests are going up. Yeah. In fact, I think these ships actually had almost similar number of. Crew. crew, which is really odd. <laughs> That's really weird. Yeah, it felt like there was a lot of crew because you, no matter where you were, if it was in the theater or if it was in a bar, somebody was coming around to check on you. They were, there was always someone if you needed anything. And before this Celebrity Beyond experience, our service on Wonder of the Seas was by far the best we've had in a long time. Yeah. It was ex- exceptional. So it was. In no way, shape, or form are we saying the service is bad, but damn, Celebrity just it was amazing. killed it. It yeah. was just Like everywhere. our room attendant, I don't think we saw him the whole time, which is just how we like it. And and it, he did everything perfectly. Yeah. Asked for extra pillows, boom, they were there. Um, It was just, he was in and out. Everything was clean, perfect, great. The only problem I had is he kept touching my shit. <laughs> I got all of these cameras and all this gear and all this stuff because we do all the videos while yeah. we're on the cruise. He just and, moved and, it. And, and I get it. He's like, I want like to clean way. up. Yeah, it was in the <laughs> way or whatever. And and maybe I could have done better of putting it away. He didn't break anything, so there's no problems or anything like that. But that was just like I would walk in and be like, okay. Where is it? Where did stuff go? Because <laughs> um, it would just be moved. So I'm giving my point to Celebrity if it wasn't obvious. Yeah. Which is, like you said, it's hard to believe because Wonder was the best up to this point. Yeah, it was but great. Celebrity just really killed it. All right. So uh, to wrap it up, we're going to talk about price. 
And as I said, it is very important what the price for these cruises were because if something is three times the price, it should be three times better. Right. And we paid for these cruises. Nobody invited us on board. Nobody gave us anything for free. Nobody knew we were on board. This was our hard-earned money. Yep. Out of our pockets, into rural Caribbean's pockets, both cruises. <laughs> they got the money both times. So let's talk about one of the seas. The cruise cost us $2,200. That was for a Central Park balcony that included taxes and port fees. We purchased a deluxe beverage package, which is your alcohol package, for $1,200 for seven days. That included the gratuities. And we also purchased the unlimited specialty dining for the two of us. It was $600, including gratuities. The Wonder of the Seas cruise came out to be $4,000 total for the cruise. That didn't include our travel to get there or travel to get back. Yeah. Just the cruise was $4,000. Celebrity Beyond, the cruise was $1,200 for six nights instead of seven nights on Wonder. We did an interior room instead of a balcony. We also got a beverage package, their high-end beverage package, but we got it at a much better price. We got it for $800, which I think is the beverage was the beverage experience was substantially better. Oh, yeah. If you're going on a celebrity cruise. I would have paid $1,200 for it. Oh, yeah. And been happy. Yeah, absolutely. So that brings that cruise total to $2,000. So celebrity was half the price of Wonder of the Seas. We could have done two Celebrity Beyond Cruises for the same price that we paid for one of the seas. That's crazy to think about. And the drinks are better and the food was better. So our so we're giving my point's gonna go to Celebrity Beyond. Yeah. Simply because the experience we had was better than one of the seas. It's at so half much the less. Price. Yeah. Half the price. Yeah. We could have done two. The only difference really is that we didn't have a balcony, but I didn't even miss the balcony because the yeah, interior room shit. was so nice. Yeah. It was the same size as the balcony. It was so it nice. It literally just didn't have the outside. Yep. So if you've been keeping track, wait, your vote for I the last one. Celebrity. Okay. Yeah. So if you've been keeping track, I just want to make sure I don't change anything. I mean, <laughs> if you're keeping track so far. I want the more expensive wonder, cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like spending a shit ton of money. Wonder <laughs> the Seas got six points. Six votes. Drum roll. Celebrity Beyond wins it with 11 points. It's crazy. Half the price, and they almost doubled the votes for cele- uh, for one of the seats. That's crazy. That's amazing. And the Oasis-class ships are always our favorite up to this point. Like, the- nothing in our mind could beat them. But to see the celebrity... You beat them by quite a bit is incredible. But that being said, I think that Celebrity Beyond may not be, may not win for everyone. Well, and, and that's and getting that was into the last kind, bit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, getting into bit. our last so bit. We wanted to make sure that we gave you guys our recommendation of who each of these cruises, uh, each of these cruise ships we feel are best suited for. Yeah. So, Wonder of the Seas, we think that this is the perfect ship. Um, for families that are cruising together. So if you have uh, little kids or even teenage kids uh, or even just kids in their 20s and, and you're all cruising together, we think this would be an exceptional ship uh, for you guys to take because there's just so much to do, so many activities, so many ways to entertain various different types of personalities or wants, needs, and desires. Yeah, I think that, 
you can't, you could take a kid on Wonder of the Seas and they would have an amazing time. Take the same kid on Beyond and they would not have such a great time. We also recommend Wonder of the Seas for first time cruisers. And the reason that we think that that's important is because if you're, if you're experiencing cruising for the first time, we here at Cruise News and Booze think that it should be a mind-blowing experience. Yeah. Because we want the cruise industry to stay healthy. We want, you know, more people going. And if you, if you went on the Celebrity Beyond for your first cruise, it would be good. But there's a potential chance that you would have been like, eh, this isn't for me because there isn't enough to do. Right. Whereas if you go on Wonder of the Seas first, you experience that, you get all the fun activities, all the to-dos. From there, after you've cruised more, transitioning to a line like Celebrity Cruises could be a good fit because you know what you can get on other ships and you also know that you can get this experience on Celebrity Beyond. So you get to pick your experience at that point. Yeah. Whereas if you just go on the Beyond, you may think that's what every cruise is like, and right. you may want more and not know that there is more if you don't listen to the Cruise News and Booze Happy Hour podcast or check us out on YouTube. <laughs> Let's talk about Celebrity Beyond. So uh, our first recommendation for the Celebrity Beyond are going to be couples without kids, and that's because there just isn't a lot for kids to do. Yeah. They had kids' areas. Um, they had like the, the kids, uh, service stuff downstairs. I randomly ran into it one day and I was like, oh shit, they do have it. Oh, look, it's there. Um, it's hard to find. Uh, you, you, you wouldn't know it's there unless you were looking for it. Um, but there just isn't much there. No, they, the kids are looking a little bored. Yeah. They're going to get bored. And this is the cruise where you want to sit back, relax, drink, maybe party a little bit, have some fun, uh, act like you're 20 again, maybe play some checkers in the room. You would have to listen to the podcast for a long time to be able to understand what I mean with that reference and uh, just have a really nice relaxed cruise. Yeah. We also think that Celebrity Beyond is really great for uh, long-term cruisers. So people that have cruised for many, many years, this is a really great addition to add to your portfolio of cruises to go on because it's an exceptional experience. You're not going to be overran with a lot of people. There aren't a lot of kids on this cruise it's just all in all an exceptional, exceptional cruise. Yeah, we've been on a lot of different cruise lines. And when we got on Celebrity, our minds are blown in a completely different way, which is, you know, really saying something for the amount of, of cruises we've done. So that wraps it up for us today. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Um, again, another shameless plug. Make sure you guys go check out our YouTube channel at Cruise News and Boots. That's where we do ship tours, uh, shorter versions of the similar content we talk about on the podcast. Um, we just, anytime we go on a cruise, we film a lot of video. We give our thoughts and opinions. Um, so quicker burst. Those those videos come out three times a week, Molly? Yeah. Tuesday, Yeah, if you want to see Saturday, visuals of what we're talking about. That looks so much better than I sound. That's the, <laughs> that's the place to go. And supposedly, I got a really nice voice, too. And I look 10 times better than my voice. I'm not uh, pretentious at all. You look really good, too. I'm going to send you to the world-class bar with those guys. <laughs> right where I belong. <laughs> so we appreciate you guys again hanging out with us today. And um, we're going to go ahead and uh, sign out of Cruise News and Booze Happy Hour for the week. Yeah. See you next time. Well, and until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.